gunfire babble extra sound welcome to conowin corner welcome to the bonfire exploring magic with two modern witches i'm cory and i'm detta and this is conowin hi welcome back to the studio conowin corner conowin corner <laughs> i'm so happy to be here thank you for having me uh, we're very glad to have you I just wanted to let everybody know that we're recording the moment after we finished recording Leo season. Mm -hmm. So Conowin does not know what has happened or transpired, (laughs) transpired, but what I cannot speak today during Leo season. So that is where we are in time. I just want to let everybody know that. And with that said, Corey, take it away. What were you going to (laughs) say? Oh, I was just going to say, what season are we headed into? We are into Virgo season, baby. <laughs> the guys. I remember last time we talked about Virgo season. You blew my mind. <sighs> With like all the things about what Virgo is, what Virgo means. Mm-hmm. You blew my mind apart when you talked about Virgo season last time. And I have twinsies in Virgo, so very special place in my heart. Yes, Virgos. I I have a special place in my heart for Virgo. I have a huge Virgo aspect in my chart. So uh, I love debunking myths around Virgo because there's a lot to debunk and Virgos get a kind of rap that I don't really agree with. So I'm glad that that blew your mind. I hope any Virgos out there felt empowered after that episode. If you haven't listened to it, please go back and listen to it because I really go into the depths of the Virgo symbology. And I'm going to touch on it a little bit here, but we're mostly going to dive into these transits because, oh boy, Virgo season. This summer is fiery. Again, like I said, I don't know what happened in Leo season. I have plenty of ideas and predictions about what might happen. But as we start this, I know the energy is intense and real and raw and fiery. So even though it's Earth season, which hopefully will lead us into a bit more manifestation, we just came from a very, very, at least celestially busy Leo season. So so yeah, we're going to start the season off with a bang. If we're ready to jump right in, I'm ready to jump in. <laughs> Let's do it. Both my feet are ready to jump. Cool. So Mars, as I mentioned at the end of last episode, Mars is going to be in those final degrees of Taurus as we move into Virgo season. So there's a bit of a crisis around resources, around food, possessions, the things that make us feel stable, secure, our foundations, our homes, things like that. So if you've been experiencing that energy in the last couple of days, that's kind of coming to a culmination before Mars moves into Gemini. And at the same time, we have Uranus slowing way down as it prepares to go into retrograde. When it slows down, it's going to be at its most potent and powerful. To give you context, last year around this time was when all of the Afghanistan aftermath happened, was during that Uranus uh, stationing. So we're going to be seeing you know, likely a lot of big things happening again. And then added on top of that, the Mars in those final degrees of Taurus kind of adds this sort of crisis energy. So just be aware and be ready for the world to get kind of rocky again if it hasn't already. And please, please, please be safe out there because anything Mars and Uranus related usually can have accidents involved. So just be very, you know, conscientious and safe of your surroundings. Now, once Uranus moves retrograde, this is the season of all of our outer planets being in retrograde. So this is a big time of like outer reflection, outer, just we're seeing how the world around us, not our immediate environment, but the world around us is having to 
possibly revisit themes that we've seen over and over again. We may get news again that's that that's reminiscent of say something in 2020, 2021. We're going to have a lot of uh, things having to be spoken and respoken, or you know, solidified, resolidified, and a lot of uh, things coming under question, under fire. Right, as all these outer planets are moving backwards, it's inviting us to get more intimate with Jupiter, our ideals, our morals, our values, the things that are bigger than ourselves. Saturn is our structures and our environment that we create a discipline around, and our laws, our boundaries. Uranus is how we are, you know, rebellious, our breakthroughs, our breakups, our breakdowns, all of the things that cause that that tower card energy, that complete destruction in order to rebuild, as well as like Pluto is that same kind of energy, right? So the plutonic things, which are drudging up whatever has been buried and looking at it clearly and seeing it for what it is, those shadow side themes, so oppression and greed and all of that. And then Neptune, right? Also being there, that's illusions, delusions. So there's like, it's a lot of big themes happening, and they're all getting sort of revisited and drawn back up. So um, we're dealing with that in an intimate way. That was just a very, very brief overview of the outer planets. But just to give you an idea of what is currently under fire, or rather under retrograde motion right now. And we're also going to have a Mercury retrograde in Virgo season. Joy. <laughs> oh, I got some good eye rolls from the crowd today. <laughs> Those were beautiful, folks. Okay. So as I mentioned, as Mars is going to be in these outer degrees of Taurus, or rather the later degrees of Taurus, it's going to move into Gemini. And when that happens, we're going to have a very significant shift in the way we feel. Now, Mars is how we move, or how we physically move through the world. It's our passion. It's our energy. It's our sex life. It's our aggression. It's all of those things that cause us to move. And when it moves in from, you know, stable, secure, earthbound Taurus into airy, talk, 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 and information, details, details, Gemini, that's a significant shift. And not only when it moves into Gemini on August 21st, is this going to feel like a huge shift. Mars is going to be eventually retrograde in Gemini. And Mars's retrograde cycle is a little different. So when it goes retrograde, it's less often than say Venus or Mars, or sorry, Venus or Mercury. But when it goes into retrograde, it stays retrograde in, in a sign for a very long time. So it's going to be in Gemini from August all the way until March 25th. So this Mars energy in Gemini is pulling us through this next election. It's pulling us through the next new year. This is going to be a huge, huge theme. So actions taken right now will be the precursor to all the issues we're going to face next year, right? So Mars in Gemini, when Mars is in Gemini, it's binary, right? The twins are the sign of Gemini. You can have black and white in terms of polarities, right? There's a lot in between, obviously, but, you know, we're looking at uh, polarities in general. So opposites are big and highlighted here. So that can be very divisive. Gemini energy can be backstabby, can be rumor spreading. It's about information. But the thing that Gemini, when it's standing in its highest self is also, is that it's able to take a look at all the details, everything between the black and white, right? And it can be objective. It's an air sign, right? So it thinks about things logically. So if we can take into account all the information, 
welcome all the information and understand that like both sides are going to have whatever they're going to have, whatever values or morals or ideas they're going to have. If we can look at that objectively, that's going to help guide us through whatever divisiveness we're falling into. But it's really easy for Mars when it's in Gemini to be more of that divisive you against me, them against them, right? Kind of energy. So it's just something to be aware of, to gear up for, you know, if you need to put some boundaries around your heart or your words, just be aware, like, this is the energy that's coming and you're going to definitely see this play out in the world. So this will be a very, very information heavy season. It might feel reminiscent of last year when we had a lot of information coming out about all sorts of things because the North Node was in Gemini. So there was a, just a, like a surplus of information coming at us. And we're going to see a lot of things getting drudged out. The best place to look for any kind of guidance here is going to be with Mercury, right? Because if Mars is in Gemini, Gemini's ruler is Mercury. So we look to Mercury to see, okay, what kind of themes is Mars bringing up for us and playing with us? So during Virgo season, we're going to see it in Virgo, right? Mercury is in Virgo. So this is controlling the details and you know, taking into account all of the more intimate things. So our daily routines, our habits, we'll probably see, you know, a surplus around health around this time and the minutia of daily life. And um, also getting things exact and correct and hearing words correctly, hearing news correctly, right? Where is mm -hmm. the actual source and finding that perfect, you know, place or rather correct place where things are coming from. So be discerning with what you're hearing during this Virgo season. And then it's going to shift into Libra. So these are going to be issues around justice and harmony. More social issues are going to be brought up. The you and me, the relationships between us are going to probably be brought up during the beginning of the season. And, you know, as Mercury progresses later into Scorpio and Sagittarius, those shifts are going to occur and take an effect on our Mars. That was a lot of information. I hope that made sense. <laughs> I, I thank you for that. Oh, and I happen to have Mars in Gemini. So I feel like I can oh. speak to this a little bit. Yeah, oh <laughs> at least natally. Gosh. So although I'm not really looking forward to, you know, how much time Mars is going to be in Gemini, because it's going to be really intense on my personal planets, let alone on everybody as for the reasons I mentioned. So it's going to be a little tough out there, right? And protect yourself. I just, I wanted to give everybody the sort of warning because this is going to last not just through Virgo season, but all the way, like I said, till March 25th. So big stuff coming and really, really critical things that we're going to be looking at very deeply and are going to have a profound effect on the way society runs, let alone our life runs in the next few months. So work with what you can, leave the rest. Uh, and as I said, Mercury will be retrograde. So Mercury is going to enter its shadow and it will be retrograde uh, September 9th through uh, October 3rd. So as this is all happening, as this Mars energy is changing, Mercury, right, which I said is really important because Mercury rules Gemini, we're having this one, two, three pass. Whenever Gemini, excuse me, whenever Mercury is in retrograde, it's going to pass over the planets, move retrograde. So it's going to move backwards again over the planets and it will pass one more time over those planets. So it's kind of a one, two, three, you know, try, try, try again kind of thing. Or it may be something that you put into action and then you have to reflect and pull back on and then you can move forward two steps forward, one step back, kind of whatever you want to look at that. But, you know, that energy is sort of prevailing through the beginning of this Mars and Gemini period. So there is a lot of inner reflection going on. And like I said, if it's safer to just stay within yourself and explore those themes safely within yourself and, you know, come from a place of better security, do with what you are comfortable doing because, you know, it's a tough world out there. So, I, you know, I, I don't like being a doom and gloom astrologer, but I also want to give you guys the real raw, like actual things that are happening and at least try to help give you tools to work with it. 
I think rebirth and transition and birth, as we know, are challenging and difficult and sometimes very painful. And it's really obvious by the planets and what you've been saying for a little while now is that this is where we are right now, not just in this country, but all over the world. The planets are doing this everywhere, that everybody is going through a rebirth and it's going to be painful. Yep, absolutely. Hit the so nail on the head. Doom and, I don't think you're doom and gloom. That was my way of saying. <laughs> well, thank I don't you. Think, it's not you, Conowen. It's the planets. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can blame the planets, but I, I want to make sure, you know, again, there's high and low to all of this. There's there's light and shadow, however you want to look at it, right, to all of this. And we can choose to step in whatever we're ready to step in in that moment. So with all that said, Virgo season starts on August 22nd, 8.12 p.m. That's going to be when the sun moves into Virgo. If we take a look at that chart, right? So uh, Virgo is ruled by Mercury. So a lot of mercurial energy. So Mars is in that Mercury placement. And now the sun is in that Mercury placement. So Mercury is really running the show here. And it's going to be trying Pluto at the beginning of the season. So to me, that says there is this easy flow of information coming out from that underworld. Mercury acting as that cycle bomb going into the underworld, bringing us messages. And it's the best equipped planet to deal with Pluto so we can bring those things to the light and actually start to work on them. I really view this season as a season of uncovering, right? So of course, like I was saying, information heavy here, a lot of stuff's going to be coming out. So how are you interacting with it? How are you working with it? How are you feeling? You know, get curious about why you're feeling what you're feeling. I think, you know, again, when you can step at it, like step back and look at it from a more uh, separate and objective position rather than getting really, you know, passionate about whatever it is you're feeling. If you can just get curious about what those feelings are inside of you and where they may be coming from, that may make it easier to deal with. And also to put it, you know, over there, put it away when, when stuff in your own life is hard enough to deal with. <laughs> so it's important, right, to remain objective as all this information is coming out. But of course, you know, if you need to turn the information off too, because it can be just so much, remember, you always have that control, that option as well, set that boundary for yourself to protect yourself. Now be aware that also Mercury will be opposing Neptune. So this is going to be that illusion energy, right? So illusion, delusion, it might be easy to get duped messages of false hope or false solutions. Illusions uh, are going to be coming out. Look out for those big voices trying to sway people with big ideas and loud, you know, headlines. Uh, Watch for big headlines, right? A lot of fake news and splashy things designed to make you feel a certain way is going to be really prevalent this season. So while all this information's out, be discerning about what it is you're actually reading and looking at. Who is telling the stories? Who is in them? Who's absent? And who benefits from the story being told? There it is. Yep. <laughs> and so as a way of sort of working with this in a way that might be a little more palatable and just healthy for you, come back to what it is that you want to attract. We've got Venus trining Chiron at the beginning of this season. So we can heal ourselves and the world by celebrating what we love, attracting what we love, focusing on what we want to bring in, right? And celebrating the things that make us feel good, right? Now, I'm not trying to say turn a blind eye to all the, the bad things out there. But again, it's it's easy for us to say, okay, all of this is horrible. And here's what's wrong. Here's what's wrong. Here's what's wrong. What can we do to change it, right? If you feel able to be in that headspace, or even just for yourself, right? Focus on what it is that makes you feel better and 
what you want to attract because that energy is whatever you're sending out into the world is going to be what is returned back to you. So just something to work on on the side or, you know, another benefit, at least the universe is trying to support us here and help heal us too. So uh, the nodes will still be on Uranus. I talked a lot about this in the last episode where the North node will be on Uranus. So again, this the, this way forward is through breakdown, breakthrough. It's tower card energy. So that flash of lightning, an accident, a sudden thing happening, sudden news happening. We've got a lot of that going on. Again, it's with the North node conjunct Uranus. So this is moving us toward a place of evolution. It is uncomfortable. It is sudden. It is big changes, but it is for our own evolution forward. And I also want to mention, while Uranus can be associated with the Tower card, I highlight that similarity a lot on this, on Conowitz on Corner. I also want to mention that Uranus is also the Fool card. So, you know, that can kind of shift that energy toward a more full, like hopeful place a little bit, right? It can also be this like springing into action forward with sort of no plan and being a little bit naive and foolhardy, hardy, but like going forward anyway, you know, just for the hell of it. <laughs> so remember, you can take on that tower card energy and work with that if, feel, if that feels empowering, but you can also be that sort of fool and just step out blindly and get out of your comfort zone. Just be like, okay, I'm going to look like a fool doing this. I'm going to do it anyway. So I'm going to do it anyway. Exactly. <laughs> it is rebellion after all, and rebellion can be in the spirit of joy and better and hope. So Mercury then is going to move into Libra, right? So we've had this Mercury and Virgo energy to start off the season, but as it moves into Libra, I think I mentioned this earlier, we're going to have a shift around communication, around balance, around justice, harmony. We're going to be talking around social issues, things like art, you know, all the Libra Venetian ideas. So what it is that we want to attract, the things that are beautiful to us. Uh, it can be the earth, right? The, the nature around us. I mean, we, we already talked about like climate change, right? So that might be really on the forefront, as well as just how we identify how we uh, communicate with others. Libra is the sign of like you and me and us together, our relationship. So it's going to be a lot of those issues being highlighted as Mercury moves and shifts the energy. And that leads us right into the new moon in Virgo. So the new moon in Virgo is going to be on August 27th. This is at 1.17am at four degrees of Virgo. So wherever four degrees Virgo is in your natal chart, that's going to be where that new moon is hitting. And that's that energy you can work with. I've mentioned this on here before, but you can find out what house, whatever that is. And that's a great place to start if you want to work with that energy. But the moon is going to be squaring Mars, right? So that's inciting action. Square is energy that's tense, but it makes you move. I know I've said this on the podcast before, and it's something Anne Artley said that she's one of my favorite astrologers, but square energy is when you're really, really comfortable on that couch and you're so comfy in front of the TV and all of a sudden you have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to move, right? I mean, it's yeah. not, you don't want to move, but you're eventually going to move or you're going to be uncomfortable in another way, right? So it's that, it's that tension in order to force yourself to change, to move. So squaring Mars, right? Whatever that moon, our energy, our, our heart, it's, there's something that's tense inside of us. That new moon is probably fueling us toward, I need to take action around this thing and it might be uncomfortable. It's not, it's, it's not a good situation. I need to change things in order to get better. And at the same time, we also have Venus opposing Saturn. So it may be because our, our self-worth, our values are feeling squashed or subjugated or oppressed. It's kind of easy to feel a little bit down on yourself right now. And with Venus, you know, being where it is and Mercury being where it is, we might be looking at the world around us and going like, 
you know, this is not making me feel good. I kind of feel icky. I kind of feel like pushed into a situation that I don't want to be in. This was some of the similar themes last month too, with that new moon in Leo, similar thing here. So what can we do in order to make ourselves feel valued, feel better, find those Venetian things that we love, that we are attracted to, that we find beautiful and incorporate that into ourselves. That might be something around the new moon you want to work with. And take it back, you know, Virgo energy, take it back to your routines, your intimate daily life, your daily duties and tasks, uh, your habits, right? It's a great time to maybe change a habit for yourself in your immediate world. When you make that shift and change in your immediate world, you inevitably change what is happening around you. So use that Virgo energy to find something that you personally can control and focus on that first, make it intimate, right? And with Mercury trine Mars, this is a great time to voice that whatever that thing is, it might really empower you in order to like get those ideas across and and talk about what it is you're going through. So big new moon. (laughs) Wow. I feel like there's just so much information, which is very Virgo. (laughs) But exciting. Well, again, break it down in chunks, everybody. Yes, for sure. So Venus is going to move into Virgo on September 5th. Venus isn't exactly comfortable in Virgo. It really Mm. likes being in the opposite side of Pisces where it can just like swim away on like, you know, an oceanic dream and just live in bliss Mm. and happiness and world peace. When it's in Virgo, it gets very picky. It's kind of a perfectionist. It's like, well, you could do it better if you did it that way, right? Like it would be better (laughs) if you actually followed my advice. So around this time, if you're feeling like, hmm, I'm kind of like picking out the things and complaining about the things that I don't like, Venus in Virgo it's at its highest form when it can find the things it doesn't like and find that perfect solution to make it better, right? So it's not just about picking out the things that need to be fixed. It's also about making it better because Venus in Virgo knows how to make it almost close to perfect. Perfect, of course, doesn't exist, although Venus in uh, Virgo is going to get awfully close. So it's easy to complain, try to find that solution, but it's easy to fall back onto that when Venus is in Virgo. And that brings us into that Mercury And that leads us right into the Mercury retrograde on September 9th, and that will move until October 3rd in retrograde. So there's a lot of action around that Mars, like we were talking about at the beginning. This is that buildup to that energy of Mars, right? So Mercury in all these signs, dredging up all this material that we're working with, and then, you know, having to reflect on it and revise it and revisit it. This is all that process into whatever Mars is showing us in Gemini, but Mercury is the key. It's not going to clear its shadow until later in October 16th. So we've got a lot of time to work with things and whatever you're coming across, right? These, these may be revisiting things from the past. This is a great time to get your stuff backed up because inevitably, right? Mars and Mercury is going to cause some technological issues. Um, it works with all things communication, but also technology, transportation, great time to get your car tuned up. If you haven't already back up your photos, back up your files, do all that before September 9th, okay? <laughs> Just so you're really re- re- ready and set and you can focus on things that are more important because Mercury in retrograde makes us feel like things are really rushed and crazy because it's at the time where Mercury is the closest to Earth, but really it's the time to pause, reflect, and, you know, slow down. <laughs> read the full contract, read the details, right? Virgo season helps us like be detail-oriented, make sure it's as close to perfect as possible. And all of that is going to be right before the full moon in Pisces. That's going to be on September 10th at 2.59 a.m. So we'll get to see it over here on the Pacific coast, hopefully, as long as we have a clear night. And it's at 17 degrees of Pisces. 
So the moon on this full moon is going to be on Neptune. It's just going to cross into Neptune just a couple hours later. So this is a very dreamy full moon. Doesn't necessarily mean it's a good dream because it might just really be that moon where we're like, we just want to float away. Just let us go to our own world. I want to turn off everything. I need to not hear it. I just, I want to be in space land, right? And it might be very easy to just sort of fall into this illusion of like, this is where I want to go because it feels really nice and wonderful. If it's too good to be true, I'm just going to tell you it's probably too good to be true with Neptune. So just to be aware, but if you need an escape, oh boy, this is the full moon to do it in. Just please do it safely and responsibly. <laughs> but what's nice about it is uh, the full moon is going to be trying the south node and sextile that north node and Uranus together. So that's really harmonious flowing energy with this direction we're going in, right? Uh, this dream is, we're going to get glimpse of, glimpses of this dream that we are trying to manifest as a collective. So some things might, you know, full moon is about illumination. So some of that direction forward may actually be illuminated around this time. Um, it may highlight the things that, you know, are hard about it, but with that Neptune there, it's probably going to almost make it seem like it's within reach, within grasp, and maybe easier to, to capture. Just remember, there's a lot of work necessary. It's about getting outside of your comfort zone. So be realistic about it, right? Stay clear with yourself. Uh, stay open to messages right now. It's a great time for any kind of like psychic work or dream work, like really pay attention to your dreams around this time. Usually a full moon in Pisces. Pisces is that like all the things we can't touch or see, but we can feel. So it's love, right? But it's messages from spirit, from angels, from, from gods and goddesses, however you want to work with that divine energy. So be open to messages, right? You don't have to do any, I, I typically don't do work on the full moon. I usually just say, okay, I'm open and I open myself to whatever needs to be illuminated and work psychically with that. And so, you know, uh, what the world feeling is overwhelming as it is, you can, you can say, you know, I'm, I'm looking for just a message about this and keep it contained in a way that you can work with, or just, you know, float off into a dream in your bath and just, you know, say I'm open and willing to do whatever y'all, like whatever you're feeling in that moment. But Pisces is about that escape. So let it be an escape that helps you, right? And with that harmonious energy working with those breakthroughs, you may receive a message from spirit or however you want to work with divine energy that guides you forward. So that's kind of a hopeful thing about this full moon that I hope you all get to manifest and, and use in your life. And with Mercury trine Mars again, right? So the new moon, we had Mercury trine Mars. Now we're going to have Mercury trine Mars again, but it's in retrograde. So we have another chance to work with this bringing ideas and thoughts out into the open and discussing them so we can act together. And there's a harmonious flow there. So it might be bringing up some messages that we were dealing with at the new moon. They might be getting brought up again. Uh, or it could also just be that you're doing the same kind of work again, and that's leading you to maybe a new direction. Mercury retrograde is causing you to rethink that and go, and actually, no, I want to go in this direction. So great time to voice whatever it is that you're feeling and going through. Do you guys want to add anything before I finish up? <laughs> There's just so much info. So much stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, but we're almost done. So here we go. Final days of the season, right? So we're going to watch out for uh, the, like, as these last transits sort of wrap up Virgo season before the fall equinox, we're going to watch out for words of over-exaggeration, right? That Neptune is really prevalent here. So falling for illusions or delusions. Uh, don't talk before you're actually ready or don't commit or act before you're actually ready because Jupiter, there's a lot of stuff happening with Jupiter that's going to kind of make us feel like, yes, we want to do it right now. And we may not be 
ready for that, right? Like take your time, use that Mercury retrograde to slow down. When the world feels like it's moving really, really fast, you have the control to slow down. We're also likely going to see some tensions between that male female polarity coming up, right? We've got Venus square Mars in those last couple days. Um, our actions do have the potential to heal, however, because Mars is in a really lovely aspect to Chiron. So the things that you're doing, they can, you know, be careful because they can wound you, right? Chiron is the wounded healer. So there may be a lesson in that, but also it's very likely that as you're, you know, moving through the world and, and taking action on behalf of yourself or others, right? That that is healing for you. It could be as simple as like a daily exercise routine you start. So make it work for you, make the transits work for you. And please stay safe out there and and take care of yourselves. Uh, what Rick Levine says that I think is more important than ever is uh, think cosmically, but act locally, right? So we have all of this in the energy, right? It, as above, so below, right? And so do what you want with this energy. And that brings us all the way to the fall equinox, which is Mabon or Mabon or uh, however we want to, you know, however you want to say it, right? Uh, Libra season starting on September 22nd. So, oof. Oof. Wow. Thank you, Conowin. My brain feels so full. Mine too. <laughs> My brain feels so full. Yeah, I definitely take this one in doses, folks. Like, there's a lot here. <laughs> Thank you so much. And I hey, record I these in advance. And yeah. then because of that, I get ahead of things in my brain so if i don't go back and re-listen i'm in the wrong season altogether yeah <laughs> fair i love that well hey everybody until next time be well act with intention and don't forget you are magic thank you so much for listening please if you are so inclined follow us on our socials which is instagram facebook and tiktok at bonfire babble podcast you can also follow us or join us on Patreon at Bonfire Babble Witches on Patreon and our website at bonfirebabble.com. If you're into snail mail, you can send us that at P.O. Box 16341, Seattle, Washington, 98116. And if you want to do that electronic thing, we're at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. Please also, if you have a moment, leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It helps us out. It also helps other people find us. Yeah, and if you do it on Apple where you can actually write something, we will shout you out your name. Thank you again for listening. Bonfire Babble Podcast recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe. We honor their past and present stewardship of the beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide. To learn more about the tribe, go to realrentduwamish.org.